Hello and welcome to My Poor Friends. This is Jamie Q-Tip coming at you from one of my favorite bars in Kansas City, The Flying Saucer, with two of my favorites. Michael, say hello. Hello. <laughs> dark. And Lupe, say hello. Hi. And we have Julie here producing. She's actually now an executive producer. We promoted we her. We promoted her. All right, fam. So today, in a roundabout way, we finally decided just three days ago to do our movie on True Lies. Because Michael loves uh, this yeah, movie. Yeah, it's a classic. I mean... It is not a classic. It is. It is. certainly it is. a classic. It aged <laughs> very well. You? It has aged very well. I have not... I have not seen this movie in 20 years. Like, it's been a hot minute. How did you two see this movie? Uh, my dad. Uh, as children? Yeah. Okay. It's the perfect time to watch it. Y'all weren't born when it came out, yeah, right? Yeah, we were. It came out in 1994. Yeah. And oh, I was four old. years old. So, yeah. Really? I, I, I was six. Yeah. I was nearly six. I was four. Oh, my goodness. You two pup. All right. So, we've been going back and forth because I did not consider this a classic by any means. I'm getting an eye roll wow. from Michael. Wow. Right. But I was shocked to see that it got a 70% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Because that's how good it is. I, I was like, It's a really good shit. movie. The jokes are hilarious. Some of them have aged very poorly. Yep. <laughs> you betcha. But you know what? Mo for the most part, it's basically a dark comedy. That's all it is. Uh, agreed. So here's my thing. And I've said this in other podcasts. I have to like the characters to like enjoy the movie. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger does not have a lot of depth. Wow. <laughs> how movie. dare you? And wow, so that's my I, personal childhood hero. What? Yes. No. My I grew up watching movies with my dad, so it was always either uh, horror movies or action movies. We weren't watching like chick flicks. I watched action movies as well. I still guarantee you that Arnold Schwarzenegger was not like a hero. But he's uh, he's like one of the biggest. I mean, she obviously people, didn't like, watch Commando, where he like took off a dude's <laughs> arm in a single machete blow. So, you know what? I'm just gonna say you should watch Commando. Like, I, I I'm positive I saw Commando. No, I'm no. not positive. What, uh, the pr Predator. He came out in Predator, yeah. right? Have you seen yes. Jingle All the Way? Iconic. That that is a good fucking <laughs> movie too. Our producer right now almost spit out her cocktail. Okay, <laughs> Jingle All the Way is iconic. It's we got do Zimbad that in it. You we'll, should. We we'll should do, do that for December, the holiday. Done. Put it in my calendar. I, I will. I'm gonna book y'all now to talk about good Jingle. It's I'm got Jake busy. Lloyd in it. You know, it's little Anakin who? Skywalker. <laughs> Shut up. It really okay, does. That's crazy. Okay, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about True Lies. <laughs> so True Lies is Arnold Schwarzenegger, Jamie the Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. So a Mark, fucking icon. Mark called this Wait, her iconic cuss? role. Oh no. And I'm like, listen, no. little 13-year-old boy, because Honestly. that's what he's thinking with, right? Right. I'm like, Halloween right. is her iconic role. It is. But or, okay. or Lindsay Lohan's mom in Freaky Friday. Let's Hello. be honest. That's the other one is Freaky Friday. Don't look at us like that. <laughs> did you not like Freaky Friday? No, I did, but I just don't. When I think of Jamie Lynn Curtis, I'm not thinking, oh, my God, Freaky Friday is so fucking good. Fine. You know? I'm thinking Activia. <laughs> let's be honest. Oh, God. During the movie, Lupe was like, I was like, damn, Jamie Lynn Curtis has never looked so young. And Lupe was like, she's never been so regular either. <laughs> <laughs> Activia. I know, right? It's all about the, the, the yogurt. Activia. <laughs> I love yogurt. <laughs> Michael, we're going to get sued. We're sponsored we by Activia right? today. No, we are not. <laughs> <laughs> we 
<laughs> we are not sponsored by Activia. <laughs> that has a bigger implication due to my age. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you people. I'm old. I, and that's what I'm saying. You they should can sponsor be regular. us so you can get I, regular. I am regular. Okay. Oh, I'm not well, that I, old. I don't need to know that. <laughs> stop. Just stop. It's better than Metamucil. That is true. We're 10 years. We'll be sponsored by Metamucil. That's exactly right. <laughs> Um, okay, this, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, this was the first movie to have a production budget of $100 million. Facts. I know. I was like, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's a James Cameron Right, film, I was just so going to say it's James Cameron, no? Only Michael Bay is like a little bit further ahead in explosion <laughs> count. Right? Yes, yeah, the one from Terminator. Oh, so I was, Titanic. No, I was looking for my he did reference. Titanic, to, right? yeah, he did. I was mm-hmm. looking for my reference to James Cameron. Apparently, he was the helicopter pilot that yep. says, yeah, she's got his head, her head in his lap. Yep. Oh. I was like, oh, that was a nice little, like... Yeah, but we didn't see him, did we? No, you don't no. see him. You just it's hear just him. It's just his voice. When they're, like, um, I think when they're following Jamie Lee Curtis's and Simon's character. That's right. Back to his uh, trailer. That's right. So the one character that I really loved from this movie was Bill Paxton, Simon. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. He was yeah. hilarious yeah, in this movie. I agree. I, you know, when he was, like, I thought he was acting decently, like, I mean... Right, like. Do you mean like, like his an actor? acting was yeah. good? In, uh, in how the much movie. have you had to try? What the fuck are you trying to say? Like that was not a complete sentence in any way, shape, or form. Jeez. Not as drunk as Julie, obviously. You're falling apart over here. I, the whole production. Come on, executive producer, get it together. She just got her promotion. It's time to coast. That's right. <laughs> okay, can we talk about that last sentence? <laughs> you were trying to I, say I, I'm just Bill saying, Paxton like, did a good Bill job Paxton in the role. Bill Paxton did a really good job pretending he was a spy. I thought he it was very well acted on his part. <laughs> I, don't know why I can't. I, why? Yes, I agree. And I thought it was interesting because you had Bill Paxton playing a spy, and then you had a spy playing a salesman yep. with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So yeah. that was kind of cool. I thought yeah. that was neat. I really like Tom Arnold in this role. I, I re- did too. I related so much to Tom Arnold he the entire the one, time. Yes, he was the one that I thought was. Yeah. A likable character. Yeah, yeah. My, fa- my favorite thing was that he was always rolling his eyes. Like, if you <laughs> notice him in the background, he was always rolling in a- his eyes. And I'm like, that's He's me. He's so funny. That's me. And I remember, like, back at the time, Tom Arnold wasn't that famous because of the whole Roseanne Barr stuff. Yeah. But so they made a reference when um, Harry tells Tom Arnold that his wife is having an affair. Gibb tells a story about his second wife taking everything when she left him. And he says, what kind of sick bitch takes the ice cube trays out of the freezer? I guess Ro- Roseanne Barr did that to him. Yeah, she did. I wow. was like, oh, really? that, yes. I'm Damn. like, that's hilarious. So, yeah. Did I he come out and jingle all the way? No, but he, I, he looks just like the uh, actor that did. Yeah. Because I even thought it was Tom Arnold for a second in my like childhood recollections. I'm like, this guy looks identical, but it's some other actor named Phil something. And j- okay, I gotta see Jingle. All Jingle the way. all the way is so funny. Okay, it's so good. okay, 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 okay. I have not seen that. You gotta watch it. I will. Okay, so a lot of the actors that did these movies talked about how this was their favorite movie. Jamie Lee Curtis called this film, without question, the greatest experience of my professional life. Mm-hmm. She ended up winning the Golden Globe for her performance. Uh, yeah. That's shocking, right? That's why I'm saying she was iconic. I guess, but it I- was that strip. I uh, mean, dance. we also have to think about like what We're movies came out in 1994. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> what movies did come out in 1994? I don't know. Let's let's look at Golden Globe. Forrest let's Gump. go to the oh, Googles. Here's the thing. Oh, I just remembered. So um, they were also nominated for a, an Oscar. 
Really? Yes. I think it was like uh, special effects. And guess who won? Oh, who? Forrest Gump for that bullshit feather. What? Yeah. Shut up. Now, I will say the effects of this were badass. They were because they built a full-size Harrier jet. Like that jet that Harry's on is just the full-scale reproduction. Really? Yes. They didn't just use a jet? Well, no, because they needed to be able to bang it into a building. How expensive are these? They had a budget of $100 million. Yeah, but you have to think $100 million in 1994 is the equivalent of like uh, nearly $200 million now. So... In 1990- Pulp Fiction, uh, Shawshank oh, okay. Redemption, Mrs. Doubtfire, Schindler's Dumb and Dumber. List. Okay, that makes oh sense. Oh my god, why The Lion didn't... King, The Mask. Oh, iconic! Another Jim Carrey. That, yeah, yes. that's a good movie. So good. Interview I, I, with the Vampire. So let me ask you this: Richie Rich. Okay, let's go back to Interview with the Vampire. That's a good. That's a goddamn good movie. Yes. The Flintstones. Yeah. Oh, I love the. <laughs> Julie about <laughs> died with that one. All right, stop with the 1994 movies. We're done with that. Okay. Well, I was done too. Okay, good. <clears throat> so, yes, Jamie Lee Curtis won her Golden Globe for the performance as Helen Tasker, which surprised me. Jodie Foster was originally cast as Helen, but she Can had to turn imagine? it down to do Nell. <laughs> no! I'm like, now thinking back, I'm like, no, that would not no. be good. Mm-mm. I don't think I would have liked that. Uh, it would have been a bit weird. Yeah. I, I definitely don't think Just she... Just a little. I... The entire time, I'd just be thinking of, like, Bad News Bears or Taxi Driver. <laughs> well, and she definitely could not pull off the strip tease scene, Well, right? we don't know that. I would want to find out, but we don't know that. I don't think so. I... Like that Monique uh, video where she's like, I would like to see it. <laughs> I Okay. Um, so, yeah, Tia Carrera named this as her favorite role of all time because she got to play a villain. Yeah. Oh, and she was a badass villain. I, I know. That, like, the entire time I was like, who is that woman and why is she so stunning? Well, and. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, is she allowed? <laughs> like, who allowed this? I, okay. I will be honest. This may have been. Tia Carrera may have been part of my awakening. <laughs> I didn't she is. Jesus Lord, Amazingly Lulu. gorgeous. I didn't know if, like, I just thought she was, like, this badass character. And I love seeing women <laughs> as villains because Elsa's my favorite character. Who in is? Elsa in... From Frozen? Uh, no, 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 no. No, I said villain. Oh. I know. I was like, what? I mean, uh, Elsa could be seen Elsa, as a villain. Dr. Elsa from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, yeah. Me too. I love that Iconic. Yeah. But I will say that Elsa did a better job than Tia Carrera because at least when it was time to like kick butt and be in the, you know, an active war zone, she didn't wear high heels in a split dress. She wore boots and pants. That is true. And Tia Carrera. Uh, but she looked good. She, I mean, yeah. She got slapped the shit out of. Like, that was a shocking point in this That's movie. That's true. When that guy walks up to her and just slaps her across the face and then does it again, oh, you're yeah. like, oh, mm-hmm. hell no. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, good thing you're paying me. I'm like, he better be paying you a lot. Right. Because Those better I, be I'll fucking millions. for some money. Right. I'll but get for $2 million. You got gotcha. it. It's, I got to get paid. You can pick the cheek. <laughs> that, <laughs> I mean, it's never appropriate to slap a woman. But if that woman's like, okay, you're paying me. Speaking of slapping, ah, can we talk about that guy's forehead? What? The villain. He just had a receding hairline. That was an insult. I mean, I'm just like, my lord. I don't think I noticed this. 
It was like basically like half his head missing. It's called a receding hairline. Yes, people go bald. I, I understand that. Michael. I just I just found it baffling, and I was a bit frazzled as to why he didn't just fucking shave off his entire head. I'm with you there. If you're starting, right, just go it's all like, the way. You're but, looking like a fucking like Pennywise the clown. But he, I was gonna say, but he had glorious. <laughs> He did have glorious curls. His curls were on point. That's right. They were glorious. Wonderful ringlets. Exactly. Okay. And so, I'm jelly. That's right. And in 1994, that may have been the look. It was. Like, there are more bald people now that just shave their heads. I think at the time, like... You kind of tried to salvage and you did the comb over. The comb but over. But now we acknowledge the virility aspect <laughs> of bald men. That's right. So, the striptease scene. <laughs> I... I remember being a kid. I'm laughing out loud when she fell over. Same. I was shocked. I laughed last night when I saw it I again. did too. I did too. And I was shocked that that was, ad- that was ad-lib. That was improv Right? I was like, wow, that's shocking. And then the part where Arnold Schwarzenegger drops the tape recorder. Yeah. That was also improv. Uh, That's like two reasons, like three right there, why this movie is iconic. It's hilarious. That part is hilarious. My favorite part was her dance moves in the beginning. Like, I was like, is this bitch about to do the Macarena? Like, (laughs) it was 1994. I don't think the Macarena, it was out yet. Hmm. I mean, I I don't know. She could have invented it from that movie. (laughs) Who knows? La Macarena came out in 1993. Damn, oh, right. I was right. Boop. Okay. Um, this was the first Hollywood movie to be released in Vietnam since the Vietnam War. Mm. I thought that was surprising. That is That's cool. very interesting. Arnold Schwarzenegger came to James Cameron with the idea for the film when they had breakfast together. Schwarzenegger had watched a French film entitled La Totale about a secret agent whose wife thinks he is a telecommunications employee, and they decided to remake the film as True Lies. So apparently this was just a remake of another right, film. Like, I'm really surprised. No, I'm not that surprised that it's a French film because the French have pretty good dark comedies. They're kind of like do. the British at that point. That is true. That is true. So that makes sense. You're right. That makes sense. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? Oh, I loved this. The appearance and traits of Spencer Trilby, which is Charlton Heston, right? Which, yes. And he was badass, right? Yeah. Like he had a patch over his Wait, eyes. Wait, who is he? I mean, he looks like He's a boss. the guy with the patch the that boss. was the boss. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's based on Nick Fury. Yep. Really? Yes. But How Nick Fury is, is black. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger says, this was the film I was meant for. Mm-hmm. He did a lot of his own horseback riding. He said he based on the Conan movies, which when we're talking about iconic movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger, I am thinking Red Sonia. I just want you guys to be aware. Have you seen Red Sonia? What's Red Sonia, Lupe? Michael, it's basically like girl Conan. That's exactly right. And it's got uh, Brigitte Nielsen as Red Sonia. It's bad, but it's badass Who's Brigitte Nielsen? Wow. (laughs) Sylvester Stallone's previous wife. Well, one of his previous Uh, Can our executive producer pull up Brigitte Nielsen for me? Do you remember the show Flav a shot at... No, <gasps> that Flava tall, Flav? that tall lady, the tall blonde one. That's oh. tall. She dated Flava Flav of all people, you know. Yes, <clears throat> that's Brigitte Niels. Okay, I got it. I got it. Um. Oh, Lulu. Um. Didn't you have a fun fact that you told me while we were watching? Because we watched this together. You guys are such good siblings. It's all right. Anyway, so Arnold almost died or something about the horse or some shit like what? that. Can yeah. you explain this a is little one better? Of the, he's almost died in two of his movies. This is why, and you'll find this in like trivia sometimes. Um, the reason why Arnold has like such a high level of respect for stunt doubles yeah. is because he's been saved twice by a stunt double. 
once in the milky in the milky water with the uh with the clones in um this was it the sixth day i think it might have been the sixth day what then, are you what movie that's not a movie yes it is oh, oh my god arnold come do you out not in watch Mata any movie? arnold schwarzenegger arnold? movies i just told you my favorite was red sonia i well, watched that apparently that. you didn't watch any movies he made in the 90s <laughs> like go, zero because the sixth day what? is the pretty up there day? It's a sci-fi movie. Anyway. All right, all right, all right. In that one. And then in True Lies, one of the horses bucked him off. Oh, my. It got spooked by a boom mic. And, a, like, I don't know how he explains it, but a, a stunt double ended up saving him because, one, he noticed he was drowning in the tank. Uh, and then, two, he, uh, he, like, grabbed him before the horse could really hurt him and drop him. Oh, nice. Yeah. I did not know that. The governator is, you know, the governor. She's saved. just full of knowledge. <laughs> That's why we want Lupe on our podcast is because she's, yeah. she's the brains. I'm just here for some comic relief sometimes. <laughs> Every once in a while. Yeah. I know. Yeah. All right. That was the content that I had. I know. That I was it? You have more. I, I don't know. I really just like this movie so much. Like, the plot flows really well. It has it baby Eliza Dushku in it. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. I wanted to be Dana when I grew up. I wanted to dr- be, like dress that grungy and still look cool and not like a dirty homeless kid. Yeah, no. I, I still feels like she looked like a dirty homeless kid. She did, but honestly. But it was, like, cool, you know? Probably then it was. Now I'm like, okay, she just looked like a dirty homeless kid. Or I mean, now it could she could have been a hipster. Like that's true. Uh, so but you, you got to play that game, hipster or homeless. It was very hard to play <laughs> in New York, honestly. I can imagine. Yeah. Was it rough on you? It was so rough on me. <laughs> I had to drink three iced coffees that day. <laughs> that sounds very hipster-ish. a rough life. Mm-hmm. So I um I actually did. I thought it was interesting to see this dynamic of these two people who clearly were struggling in their marriage. What was interesting to me was I remember watching it and thinking Arnold Schwarzenegger loves his wife and like was such a good and his wife seems so miserable all the time. I think that's why I did not resonate with it when I first watched it because I was like do they even like each other? You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, you know, Eliza Dushku at the beginning steals that money from that guy and they don't do anything about it. From and Albert. Yeah, from well, I Albert. I mean, he tried, but, like, they, she took off on the motorbike. I know, but it's still, like, I don't know. I felt... One thing I did find funny, though, was all the colloquialisms that they used throughout the movie. Like, take a hike. Like, nobody says that anymore. I say that shit all the time. You say it all the time? No, I don't. I'm yeah, I was going to say, Jamie, I, I sat near you for, like three four years i've heard I've fuck off heard but i've never heard take a hike. my favorite jamie colloquialism is rat bastard uh-huh. that's a good you one. may have heard of it yes i have a tendency to call people a rat bastard quite often to be honest yeah. it's so. it's one of my favorite um jamie q-tip sayings <laughs> uh, uh, my executive producer is yelling at me because i haven't finished my gin and tonic so she's gonna take care wink wink of my full one right now there you go okay yes all mom right. thank you all right so what is your favorite scene in this whole movie uh, the probably uh, I would have to say the horse race. It's a tie between the like chase and the opening scene. Really? I mean, it's just so cool how how he comes out of, of uh, that frozen pond or lake. Mm-hmm. Yep. Takes yep. off his tuxedo. He just walks in like he owns the place. Yeah. Berates the chef like this tastes like shit. Put more less garlic. We didn't really talk about the plot of the movie like. 
because we kind of explained what it was, but we never talked about what the plot was. All right. So it's basically um, this spy who lives a double life, like a lot of other movies, kind of very Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yes. In many ways. Yes. Especially at the end. Yeah. Um, because you have Harry Tasker, who is this spy, but his wife thinks he's a computer salesman. And she says, if I have trouble going to sleep, I just ask him how his day went. Yes. Like that's So let me sad. ask you this. You have a spouse. Yeah. And they try and spice up your life. Okay. And they bring you in and try and make you a spy. How would you react? Uh, it depends. Uh, yeah. Like, There's a lot of factors, I, I, but I think I would say uh, no. Like, let's say you were Helen. Would you divorce? If, no, no, wait, no. It, I wouldn't divorce him. Is this after we find out that yeah, yeah. our spouse is a spy? Yes. Or yeah, before? Yeah, it was a question. Like, like, let's say you are actually Helen. Okay. All right, so you go through the whole thing, okay. and he's put your life in yeah. mortal danger, uh-huh, uh-huh. and you find out that he's been lying to mm, you for years, mm, right? Like, yeah. that's the other thing that I was like, oh, I don't know if I would be... Like, if Mark came to me and was like, I'm actually a super secret spy... I don't know how I would respond to that. I would be absolutely... What are you looking at, sir? All right, so my executive producer is giving me a look. I, it would be pretty badass. I, I, I would be that. like, that is that is fucking badass, man. Yeah, like, like, I wouldn't even be mad because if there's anything that we know about Spy Trope is that there's always a secret and that they're trying to do it so you don't, one, fuck things up for them. That's true. You know, because it's easier to, like, keep someone in the dark than keep them up to date and from worrying yes. about you 24-7. So I wouldn't even be mad. Now, would I want to be a spy? I would be like, no. I want a clear definition like clean cut line down the middle of like what you do and then who we are. Who we are. Yeah. Mm. I would be like, can I get some training or some yeah. shit like that? <laughs> like, I would probably just do that. Like do some training in case. Like, like, I don't want to have to I like, be kill like nobody. Kevin Ooh, McAllister. Yamik, you spilled on yourself. I want to be like Kevin McAllister. I want to be able to, you know, be prepared if the if the need were to arise. Yo, Kevin McAllister's only like eight years old. Uh, he was still a badass. I never would have thought of hanging paint cans. I'm Kevin McAllister. Oh, I was like, who's I'm Kevin McAllister? Did I miss it in the he movie? He did not have any training. Uh, but he was so badass. I know what I'm saying. Is For you those clearly that don't, don't know, need to go through spy training. Kevin McAllister. I mean, Kevin McAllister doesn't, but I would. Alone. Oh my god! I don't no, know. I will do. We'll do Jingle All the Way, and we'll do Home Alone. My favorite scene from the movie. Yes. Was besides her striptease part. Because did we already talk about that? I don't remember. I zoned we out. We did talk about. We that. did talk I about. I blacked that. out. So. Did you find the striptease part particularly tantalizing? I mean, a little. She had a fucking banging body in her she underwear. Did. Like, like and it was her own underwear set. I know. Yeah. It was yeah, her um, own underwear set. I don't know. I like the part. Uh, oh, oh, the fucking creepy doctor. Yes. That well, The doctor, when they get when caught, they, and then when he they're like in the jungle, injects he shoots the, the truth. Tru- yeah, yeah. Okay, so did you find that actually I found, scary? I mean, He's when, creepy. I, when I, I was a kid, he was scary. I was younger, I so that. I was I like, this yeah. creepy ass man, and I want to say something, but I'll say it off the record. Um, off the record? Yes. What the um, hell is off the record? We should not be That blinking. means not on the podcast. We're going to go down a little bit. Is it because I'm too close? No, it's just. Well, when it blinks, it yeah. means that we're off the decibel chart. Oh. Well, the the doctor was like really creepy, and then I, all I remember is just like this super thin, creepy doctor about to torture no, Arnold. I don't remember that at all. And then the the, the way he puts it, the uh, way no, he puts on his gloves. I, I was paying attention to something else. Oh. Okay, I remember the doctor being like, 
weird, but it didn't scare me. But I was older. Okay. So I understand the, like, being creepy part. If you're a kid, I guess. Yeah. And then I, I like the fact that Arnold's like, well, first I'm going to kill, use you as a human shield. Yes. Then I'm going to throw this and knife that, at this person. Yes. And that's what made him more, like, badass. Yeah. Was the fact when that I saw that scene as an adult, adult, I was like, Arnold is a man. Like, he's a bona fide man killing these what? people. What? What are you saying? Oh, uh, <laughs> what are you saying? Oh, I said what I said. I, so, like, if he hadn't, like, been a badass, he wouldn't be a man? No, I said it from the beginning. Like, I think even he means in the a man's. Like, you look at a man and you're like, whoa, that's yeah, a hunk. Like, like, a, like a man's man? Yeah, a like, he's, yeah. A, okay. he's a man. What are the other men in your... Well, there's different categories, but we don't have time for that right now. <laughs> We're talking about true lies. I want another example, like Arnold Schwarzenegger. What do you say, Jason Statham? Oh, so Jason Statham is my all-time yeah. number one, 100%. Because yes. yeah. I was thinking, yes. I'm like, yeah, that he's hey. a... And he was a diver, and he was a male model. I'm yeah. like, ooh, that's a hunk. Yes. So Henry I Cavill? I love the fact that you're using Can the word fucking hunk right now. Because it's Can a cute word. Henry uh, Cavill, I, Superman? I love no. the fact that you just described it as goddamn cute. It I mean, is cute. <laughs> who says hunk? And then who says hunk is a cute word? Nobody a, says that. I mean, because it almost... This is why Lupe's on It almost this. sounds like... Um, what? What's the... Is it not alliteration is onomatopoeia where you say a word because it sounds like the sound yeah like hunk sounds like you going uh, like <laughs> that man you know lupe is so smart uh okay so yes jason statham i could see that i don't get that with arnold schwarzenegger really like, yeah i, I don't it, mean like you arnold know, is like this okay man that i just want to you know whatever here's the thing like, and i think the difference is that arnold schwarzenegger being a bodybuilder his like physical presence is different like he's always more lumbering and jason statham being a swimmer and just being fit yes he's got more sweat yeah. that's that's what it is to me because is that the character of arnold schwarzenegger in this movie to your point is hunkier yeah. and you're like oh damn but just in general um when i think of jason statham i'm like i think he's that way in real life like yeah and arnold, absolutely yes and arnold schwarzenegger to your point seems more lumbering kind of yeah. jovial kind of guy yeah like very chill but like right. still i, I do oh. want to say another part uh, another uh, one of my favorite parts from this movie was the f when they get captured by yeah. the actual terrorists yeah. and jamie lee curtis is like they want me <laughs> henry they want me <laughs> and i'm like, like harry harry yeah, let like, him go and they're both trying to get the terrorists right. to let each other go he's like Which oh let sweet. the prostitute go <laughs> yeah i'm just like <laughs> When she shows uh, Juno uh, uh, the locket in the airplane, airplane. Oh like, yeah, no. yeah. Oh, she's I like, know. look, we're actually I married. Know. And that Arnold's just like, God uh, damn, yeah. like Jiminy Cricket. But I also like uh, how Seven ends up being a hero too. Seven is the uh, the guy who hacks into the computer, the kind of like thin nerdy guy. Yes. Uh, especially in that scene uh, at the end where they're trying to rescue Dana. Where, like, he just pulls that gun out of his camera and, like, pow, 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 everybody's dead. Well, that's the thing is that all throughout the movie, I, to some degree, was thinking, you know, the real hero of this movie is Tom Arnold, is Gil, you know? Yeah. Because he's the one that's just keeping everything going. You but, know what I mean? But I almost feel like this is a movie that lets every, gives everyone a chance to be a hero. Agreed. I, and I, I really agree. like that. Like, I, even, I agree. Even Dana gets to be a hero by yeah. taking the key and going out on that. Badass uh, move. You know, yep, I agree. Crane. Like everybody gets a chance to be a hero. Like you asked me before, like would you be a spy? Yeah. Because Helen basically becomes Doris. Yes. 
Yep. Doris and Boris become a team. And I'm like, I wouldn't do that because what happens to Dana? Like, is Dana just part of it too? Like the Incredibles She now? stays with the dog. With Gizmo. I with love Gizmo. Gizmo. He's so cute. Uh, also, what type of fucking name is Boris? I thought it was it's hilarious. Russian. It was hilarious when they're like, "It's Eastern European." It's it's Boris. Oh, don't tell me my name is Natasha. And they're like, "No, it's Doris." But Michael doesn't understand the Rocky and Bullwinkle reference. Yeah, so you just you haven't seen Rocky and Bullwinkle? No. Have you seen the movie Boris and Natasha? He hasn't seen it. No. He doesn't get the reference. He didn't watch like old cartoons with me. Why when not? Kids. They're so good. He's probably asleep. He likes to nap. I like to sleep a lot. Yeah, apparently 845. I'm sure you do. Even as a kid, like his jam was naps. So my mom would let me watch all the TV I wanted. <laughs> Bitch, now my What's jam wrong is with naps. sleeping at 845? Even now PM. My, na- my jam isn't naps. Like I would rather be outside. And oh. that's why I play Discord. Right, I get tech oh. I tech I get text messages from Lupe at like 3 a.m. sending like memes. And I'm like, <laughs> what Bitch, are you doing? Right. Uh, enriching my life. So when they said Boris and she's like Natasha, when they said uh, when they uh, called him Boris, they said uh, it wasn't a reference to Rocky and Bullwinkle. It was a reference to a bodybuilder named Boris, whose wife's name was Doris. Oh, my goodness. And apparently it was a bodybuilder that that the governor really, really admired. So that's why they used it. Okay. Oh, oh, you know what we didn't do? What? Would you rathers? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Since we call him the governor, would you rather suddenly be elected a senator or suddenly become a CEO of a major company? You only have the knowledge you have right now. I would rather be the CEO because I can delegate like a champ. <laughs> a senator That's because you're a big sister. Yeah, I, and a senator I, is too public. Like people would want to know about your life, and a CEO, you get to be more private. I know, but look at how stupid. Uh, yeah, I would be a senator. Most with speci- politicians are. You'd look like a star. With yeah, the current climate, political climate that we're in, I'm good at lying, and all politicians basically lie, wow. especially the ones that are elected at this moment. I mean. Okay. Would you rather, for the rest of your life, only be able to use a fork or only be able to use a spoon to eat with? Spoon. With a fork, you can't have soup. Uh, you could just drink it. Yeah, a fork. Because, like, it's more functional. Like, you, it, you can stab food. All right. I'm going to do this one because it makes me laugh out loud. Would you rather become twice as strong when you stick both of your fingers in your ear or crawl twice as fast as you can run? I would rather crawl twice as fast as Hell I can run. Hell yeah. Because yeah. if I have to stick my fingers in my ear, then what's what the fuck am I going to lift? Nothing. Yeah. That's right. I mean, my legs are strong, so what? I mean, you might be able to, like, stop a train or something like that, yeah. but you're not going to become Superman. No. And if you crawl really fast, that just, I mean, I don't run very fast to begin with, so it would That's be That's true. <laughs> I always say Lulu but. runs in slow motion. <laughs> But that also, what if someone saw you crawling somewhere? Double that, time. I mean, double if time. I saw somebody I mean, the point crawling, crawling people won't see you. If That's I saw terrifying. somebody crawling double time, I I'd would freak, freak the fuck I out. I'd be like, like, oh my God, they're possessed. It, are you like right? Are you possessed? Yes. When she comes down the stairs? Yes. Like, no, ma'am. Mm-mm. No. Yes. All right. We'll do one more. Okay. Would you rather live in a cave or live in a treehouse? Are there restrictions? Like, if I live in a cave, do I not have Wi-Fi? No, you can have Wi-Fi. Oh, I would rather live in a cave because... (laughs) I gave you Wi-Fi in your cave. I mean, I'm assuming the same applies to the treehouse. Yeah. 
Here's the thing. I would rather live in a cave because it's better climb control, like climate control. It's not too hot. It's not too cold, especially the deeper it is. And also, you don't get struck by lightning. Hopefully, it's high enough that I don't flood. But yeah, cave is the way to go. See, I'm with you on cave. Lupe thinks about all that like, type think of about shit. Tree I'm just roots. like you weaken and you're done. I'm thinking like you can fall out of a fucking tree. You yeah. can't fall out of a cave. I mean, I, I mean, it'd be a house, a Jamie. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying like if it's up in a tree, you could fall. Like, how would I even get up there? You, you well, build like, stairs yeah. or a ladder, jackass. Or you climb it. Hmm. For Christ's sakes. How do children get up tree houses? Uh, yes, there are tree houses I, that exist. I don't know. I've never had a tree house. That's true. Have you not seen a picture of a goddamn tree house? Have I mean, not, they never show the stairs to get up to there. Have you not been to Disneyland and seen Tarzan's tree house? Yeah, but there's right next stairs. to Indiana Jones. Okay, well I then mean, you can have like stairs. stairs. You can have stairs. Whatever. He's oh done. my god! All right. Well, that concludes the podcast <laughs> <laughs> with crazy ass. Now, uh, so we have Lupe, which Lupe is a is a big fan of you disc are. golf. I'm a massive fan of disc golf. Watch the YouTube video for um, it's Lupe and Becca throw discs. That's our YouTube uh, That's video. A plug. It's with Ladies of the Chains Disc Golf Podcast. It's a podcast that is. It was created by my friend Becca Kephart, and she interviews a lot of women and a lot of people uh, involved in the disc golf scene. It's awesome. Um, if you haven't tried it before, it's a nice way to add on to a walk in the park. And I also have the Facebook group, uh, My Poor Friends Podcast Insiders. So if you have any feedback or... Oh, I need to follow that. Really? I... <laughs> Really? I'm being honest. I I already I, followed it. I know. I, and you are my star. Thank because you. Because you like rated my podcast. I did. And I was like, yeah, I love that. I just hope. I, 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 I still I need, need to, to go rate it. No, I need to comment that I want to hear more action films. Because. Oh, okay. You know what we can do next? The Fifth Element. <gasps> I do love Bitch. that. Yeah. Mila I have Jovovich. seen that recently, too. Ruby oh. Ron. Yes, I've seen that recently. Right. Gemini Croquet Contest. Let's mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. Okay. That'll be our next one. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us, and we hope you have a wonderful day. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye.